Bueller, 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 Bueller. Good morning. Tip, tip of the cap to tip of the tip. Be- cat, just the cat, just cats. Cats, cats. Cats tip. Tip of the cap. Terry Wilson. He's gonna throw. Conrad. Touchdown. Kentucky. Touchdown. Kentucky. <laughs> Victory. Kentucky. Like, give your fans what they want. You dinguses. She probably smokes marijuana. Bad, bad girl. They, Rubbish. There's buggers over here. <laughs> Back outside. This is the point where he always hits it. Oh! Aaron Harrison beyond belief. We did it. We beat those British We bastards. beat the British. Suck it, Cornwallis. Ten kids. You're basically pregnant for 20 years. Pregnant or breastfeed. Just wild. Like, that sounds exhausting. Potheads. What an adorable... What an adorable bunch of people. Woodson from the gun. Play fake. Step it up. He's throwing deep down the near sideline. He's got Johnson. 20, 10, 5, touchdown, Kentucky. Jesus, Rash, get it together. It's game day. Come on. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Hello, everybody. Happy Tuesday to you. August 16th, 2022. You're listening to Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen, Intern Jacob. Intern Jacob, have you ever heard the song, The Club Goes Up on a Tuesday? Oh, have you? Wait, the one by Drake? No. Well, he's in it. He's in that song? Yeah. The Club Going Up. Yeah. Okay, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. He's in that song? Yeah, he what gets he a, a his, verse or something. Verse? Do it for me. Like, what do you think it is? <laughs> Tuesday. It's booze day. False. No, that can't be it. Drake has better flow than that. Good morning, everybody. Does he? Yeah, I think Drake's okay. Yeah. I'm just okay. Don't think he's... Yeah, just yeah. okay. And then, I love our intro. I know it's... People either love to hate it, hate to love it, but... I I really when we do a new one or we edit it a little bit, which may be sooner than later, much to producers' chagrin. We got to get the wake up. <laughs> Full House is on twenty four seven nowadays. Is it? Yeah, on like well, not quite literally twenty four seven, but it's it's. Remember when we were growing up and that seventy show was just on. All the time. Oh yeah. So wait, Full House though. Yeah, it's I weird. It's they're on, gone like, GMC. farther back. Great. Uh, great movie channel or something oh. yeah i don't know it's good though i watch it and i just see their wake up san francisco show i'm like that's good marketing you've they, wanted they, that for a while on the intro and and what does it take to get it you know been doing radio at the station my shady race fell off yeah, yeah don't want to lose those i mean if you did lose them it wouldn't be it the end of the wouldn't world be a huge deal because they'll get a replacement pair to you in no time they went to the walking bridge shady rays and dropped shady rays off the top of it didn't break Wow. But if they had broken, which they say, you're right. Replacement pair. ShadyRays.com. We'll just go ahead and get that out of the way. We're happy to. I couldn't go out of the house without them. Save you 25% off. They're celebrating, I think, 10 years, and they're doing even like more promos and getaways, giveaways. Go to ShadyRays.com to learn more. Greatest selection in all of sunglasses. I'm happy that we're not going to talk. Mitch Barnhart, Mark Stoops, John Calipari for a full two hours today. Yeah, it's definitely going to come up. It's probably going to be brought up. Right. But, but at least it's not going to be 
the entirety of today's show. We can move on to a few other things, Roush, I think. Yeah, I've uh, been doing a lot of radio hits lately. People seem to want to talk about it. Any good interviews? Any good I, I, moments? Did you go back to those South Carolina goobers? No, did not go back to the South Carolina goobers. Although he did f- like try to flex on me online because he's like, "Yeah, we talked about this just two weeks ago." It's like, "Yeah, because you're a hack," and like that's what you bring up. It's like, "Is it a basketball school?" But hey, who who would have thought that that would have ended up being the talk of the town? I did end up talking to Holly Rowe on her radio show. Did not anticipate that. That was kind of like a. What are, you were talking what to Holly Rowe? Yeah, that's cool. She's kind of a big deal. Did you say, hey, Holly, big fan of yours? She, uh, she wanted to call it the Kentucky Kerfuffle, and I liked the phrase uh, our producer, our YouTube producer, YouTube Trey, he called it the Big Blue Beef, which mm, sounds like, like some Wagyu that went wrong, you know? Mm-hmm. So um, really, really appreciated that. Uh, I'm going to use that one. I'm going to keep using that one. But uh, it, yesterday we did get the um, – it was all the people who didn't react immediately. That yesterday was their time to get out all their takes. Did you read Pat Forty's take? No. Oh, TJ, you I, got to. I, I just can't reward him. No, but that. you got to because there is no. There's, it, I just can't. But but TJ, his Mitch Barnhart burns will make you happy. They'll they'll, they'll get they'll give you they'll like put a you'll you'll give a feather to put in his cap for it. I don't know. I can't. You know, I, I don't want to. I don't want to encourage him. All right, let me. Can I? Can I read? Can I give you just a couple lines? Right? Yes. Because Forty actually did do a a good job of like kind of painting the picture for because he's here and most of the national people that write nationally aren't so like to have the kind of baseline knowledge uh, of Barnhart and Cal, not necessarily always seeing eye to eye, and also just how opposite they are because it opens with Mitch Barnhart. He's like two decades of good work as a college administrator while functioning as a near hermit. Um, he attends the SEC spring meeting. His eyes are on the floor. Doesn't want to talk. Um, the, the, the quote. Um, oh, no. I hope I didn't lose it. Um, oh. not, not, not great. Not a great start. <laughs> Justin, how are you this morning? We'll get back to it. I am pretty good, despite only getting a few hours of sleep. Why'd you only get a few hours of sleep? I, I got home late again. I, you know, I can't do the whole go to bed when I get home deal, which I need to start trying to do. Save myself a lot of sleep time. So what'd you do during the day? I worked. So did you work like 15 hours yesterday? I worked 11. It's a long day. It is a long mm. day. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, 13 if I count the radio station, but I don't count this as work. Oh. So, a 13-hour day from the radio station would have you working till 8, 8. Well, he, he With a lunch break, maybe 9. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. That sounds horrible. Huh, I would much rather do it for the radio all day. That'd be a lot better. Wouldn't have to talk to anybody except for people I can't see. Well, I mean, radio, radio <laughs> show does involve talking. Yeah, but you don't have to. It's not like you're talking to people, you know? Yeah, I understand. Uh just regardless, so you could be doing nothing for 13 hours. Yep. Long, long day. Sounds long great. day. Well, glad that you're I, here. I was, I was asked how you are, TJ, but I saw you had a pretty good night. Uh, yes, we went to with Jeff Ruby's. Did not see blue collar Mark Stoops at Jeff Ruby's. Wow, Texter lied. <laughs> it was not the Lexington one, though. So mm. I was in the wrong location. I didn't know, I, I, well, I didn't know, but once I saw it, I kind of remembered it that they have like a special steak deal named after Joe Burrow. 
it's called like the the steak burrow and it's a six ounce filet with uh, crawfish, kind of like a crawfish sauce on. I don't know exactly what it was. Oh, uh, I can. And then you get a lobster tail too. Oh, I can mess with that. That was amazing. What was a bad so, name, though. It was so good. Steak burrow. Steak burrow. Yeah, but well, it's, it's Joe Burrow. But like the big. And it's got some crawfish beef. and stuff on it because he's went played football at LSU. It was so good. And that famous Louisiana lobster. My parents-in-law had never been to Jeff Ruby's. They they enjoyed it. Well, actually, the mother-in-law wasn't. Wasn't blown away, but I think she. I mean, she got cream corn. It's on you. Their cream corn is pretty awesome. Though. I bet if they, I bet if, if there's any <laughs> cream corn it. that's good in the world, it's probably theirs. But like, I told her, I was like, it's it's not Thanksgiving. You got to keep the cream corn in the back there. What floor is that on? It's just on the like the main. You like walk up a flight of stairs from the exterior, and mm. you're there. I always, it's, it's above a, it's on top of the parking garage. I always su- assumed it was like near the top, with the, where the sign is on that building. No, so that's disappointing. It's um, it's just like above street level, hmm. barely. You're talking about he's us. thinking of Ruth Chris. Yeah, you're thinking of Ruth oh, Chris. Oh, yeah. you're right. You're right. Yeah. You're exactly. Yeah, that's right. a that's a different steakhouse. That one's called Ruth Chris, yes. and that one's on the top floor. <laughs> yes, my of fault. That giant building. My fault. The Aegon Tower. La- lack of sleep catching up with Caden. Caden Tower. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was good. Ruth Chris also a good place to to grab steaks. A lot of good places to eat. So it was a nice Monday night for me. A little different than your average Monday night. Got a gift card burning my a hole in my wall at that Ruth Chris. Need to get out there. Never been. You've never been? Nope, never been. That's embarrassing. I've only been to Jeff Ruby's just because of uh, KSR stuff. The the fancy steak dinner places. It's usually Texas Roadhouse for the Rush. House. I think Jeff Ruby's has a better cut of meat than Ruth Chris, but Ruth Chris serves it on these hot plates that like it, it's pretty cool. Like every, your last bite of your steak will be hotter and like a more sizzling bite than any pretty much bite of any steak, regardless of order. That's the cool thing about Ruth Chris. It's Big fan neat. of their hot plates. Ooh, and their mac and cheese. Real good, Clark. Real good. Now I'm getting hungry again. I have to swing by uh, Salsaritas when they open around 10.30, 11 o'clock this Mm. morning. Two locations. We're just going to knock out all the advertisers (laughs) in the first segment. (laughs) Two locations in Louisville, Middletown and St. Matthews. It is Taco Tuesday. Justin, what do you think about the panic time in the PGA? I'm starting to get panicked. I'll be honest. I mean, I, I'm right there with these guys. So you 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 want in on the 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 meeting that's happening today? Yeah, absolutely. What would JK47's advice be? Um, they're like, we don't know what to do. Our pets' heads are falling off. Everybody's going to the live. Justin, what's the solution? Yeah, no, I thought I think they've came out with some pretty good solutions here in the last few weeks. The more obviously more money for their tournaments next year. Um, what else did they, they made a few changes in terms of number of tournaments being played. So it's a little less than it was. I, I don't know. I don't know, TJ. I don't, the, I tell the guys, if you want to go to live, go to live, get your guaranteed money because that league will be folded in the next five years. Okay. That's just terrible advice. But I mean, that, that may, that may not, <laughs> that, that's the thing that may not even be true though. I mean, th- this live thing has got some wheels behind it, you know? Uh, the more they've, the, I mean, is it a good idea to get Tiger to try to like be a leader and have all of the guys stay? Like, hey, you can be buddies with me if you stay on the PGA. Sure, but the bigger the deal they make out of this, the worse it's going. Like, the the live has to run its course mm-hmm. at this point. You gotta let the live live. 
Yeah, the bigger the deal in May. Like, Streisand effect. If you're unfamiliar, the PGA is just so freaked out because they keep having folks go to the live because they're getting offered hundreds of millions of dollars to do the same thing that they're already doing currently. So they're having they're they're getting a bunch of the big wigs of the PGA, the players that want to meet up, some of the executives, Tigers supposedly making an appearance, and they're going to try to figure out their next steps, which that's a. Uh, Never a good sign when you got to do the players only meeting. I don't think this is players only, but just to use it comparatively from like a basketball or football standpoint, mm-hmm. this is all right. You know what? We need to be candid with one another and talk some truth and figure out what we're going to do. I don't really care. I, I really, I weirdly don't. Like, I don't really care how this plays out. I don't care if all the great golfers went to live. Then I just watch the live. And that was, such would be life. Maybe you're, it wouldn't be as good. You're their target market then. What? Just, just get as many just get as many golfers as they can, and then oh, you'll flip you'll flip to the live as well. Sure. Yeah. No. No issues with that. Uh, yeah. Uh, good golf is good golf. I don't really care. As long as it's just on TV on a Sunday afternoon. Yeah. Like that. That. That's it. I mean. I agree. And <laughs> just you know, watch even, the playoff hole. Even then, like you. like I said, I didn't watch a single second of this golf tournament. But Sunday evening, right before dinner was about to start. Flipping channels. Oh, they're on 17? And then I watched it. Yeah. So if the Liv's playing at 6 a.m. on a Saturday for their final three rounds, I, no, I will not watch it regardless of the golfers. But you're right. It's all about just kind of what's easiest and most accessible for me, who has the best golfers in that in that caveat, and that's where I'll go from there. Two things. I finally saw the video of those balls bouncing on the uh, wall from the playoff <laughs> holes. Nuts, isn't it? That was pretty awesome. <laughs> uh, second thing, did you all see the Scheffler and Cam Smith drama? I did. That Just was, walked in front of his... That was pretty crazy, yeah. too. And he, uh, he obviously said something with the way Cam Smith looked at it. I just want to know what he said. Traitor. The, um, I still remember the first time I walked in front of somebody's line just because I didn't, I didn't know the golf etiquette. What the, happened? <laughs> Thankfully, it was somebody who didn't care, and I was like, I still in high school, so it wasn't too frowned upon. But Jacob, I, I there was definitely a like, what are you doing, dude? <laughs> I just had no, I was clueless. I had no idea. I don't really care. I mean, if you're doing, if you're not doing it on purpose, I don't really care. Yeah, but there's, you know, like that's just a a, a norm. Yeah, and that's a good way to throw somebody the middle finger without throwing them the middle finger, you know. Scotty got him. Scotty got him. Oh, man. So we'll see what happens, what comes of that with the golf news of the day. Nick Roush, it is officially official. Kentucky ranked in both polls heading into the football season. The AP Top 25 came out yesterday. Kentucky football, Top 20 football team. Could be number one, could be number 20. They're a Top 20 team. Mm. Football school. (laughs) I did see... I did see some like national media have fun with that. I don't know. There's just a part of me being like, okay, I mean, basketball is going to be ranked number two or number three. Yeah, but um, the football media is really like Mark Stoops got a lot of points. I I, I saw that. Yeah, I've, I've noticed. Now, that. like Feinbaum went way over the top, and like he got takey when he appeared on uh, Kublik and McElroy. Um, but. He's he's certainly got a lot of a lot of bonus points out of this um, for, for, from college football media, which there's a lot more college football media than there is college basketball media. Um, 
and and people always preface when they're talking about this stuff. They preface it. I like. I've always liked Mark Stoops. I've appreciated what he's done. But this really, you know, he's taking it to another level. That that sort of deal. Um, but being in the top twenty is significant because it's one thing to finish. You your results force people to take action. But now this is a, a it's a new stepping stone in that your peers are starting to respect you before the season even starts. Like that's just it's it sounds like a very simple thing, but it's it's important. It's important. It's noteworthy. First time since 1978. So Stoops continuing to knock down doors in the Southeastern Conference. Yeah, it's uh, exciting. I still think that there are not 19 teams better than Kentucky, but. At least the AP poll put them ahead of Wake Forest, which weirdly has turned into a thing for me. Uh, happy about that. It's only because Sam Hartman's thing last week. Yeah, they're like two spots ahead, though. Maybe not. Yeah, I don't know. Wait, so you think if the coaches poll what? came out again, that UK would be ahead of them? Yeah, they drop they drop them farther back. I mean, they should, but they should have never been behind them to begin with. Yeah, those, those preseason polls, too. Everybody's got to include people from a bunch of different leagues. Here's a few interesting polls. Brett McMurphy didn't have UK in the top 25. So somebody had UK in the top 10. They didn't remember 10. Who? He was an Oklahoma Oops. beat writer. Um, got it right here. It was, uh, he goes by the name of, oh, crap. Man, I'm doing a bad. Uh, yeah, yeah Mike Berger covers Virginia Tech. Mike Barber covers Virginia Tech in Virginia. Oklahoma's pretty close to that. Mm-hmm. Well, there was an Oklahoma guy that had him at 12. You also had San Diego State guy had him at twelve as well. Matt Brown, who oh, did extra points, have Kentucky in his top twenty-five, but did have Yale at thirteen. What do you think about that? Is it Yale or Brigham Young? BYU might be confusing the Ys. They could have also put the wrong logo. Let me see. Here. I tend to like Matt Brown. Things that pretty measured takes pretty wild for him to not put. I mean, he does like a weekly column for Saturday Down South, so that's that's surprising. And I'm pretty sure he's the draft guy. Confirmed the article. Got it wrong. That is the BYU logo. Good call, Rush. Yeah. Yeah, because BYU's in there a lot. Still think BYU at 12 is probably a little high. Yeah, 13 yeah, is a little high. Definitely not Yale, though. Okay, good. That one was my highlight of, like, what are you doing? <laughs> Glad I looked at his poll finally. Uh, and then I think there was, like, eight people that did not have UK in their top 25, which it is what it is. That's, a, that's pretty small, though, considering the pool of voters. There's, what, like 60 of them or mm-hmm. something like that? There are a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so Cats will find themselves at number 20 to start this football season. You you beat Florida on the road at Gainesville. It'll then be, once you get into the thick of the SEC play, you're around a top 10 team, most yeah, likely. Yeah, because there's going to be a lot of teams that fall by the wayside. Week one, there's a bunch of marquee games. Uh, week two, there's some decent ones as well. So, yeah. Yeah, and the way the schedule sets up, easy in the front with the exception of that of that Florida game, which will be challenging. Uh, but you you win that one, you beat Miami, you beat Florida, you beat Youngstown, Northern Illinois. When you go into that October 1st game down in Oxford, could be a game between two top 20 teams, top 15 teams. If it was played today, it'd be two top 21 teams. Mississippi, just a spot behind. But that could be... Crazy that they're preseason ranked. You uh, think so? Uh, you think it's a Lane Kiffin effect, if you will? So I do understand. It's just such an old way of thinking to just put the team that was in the Sugar Bowl last year in the preseason poll because, I mean, they got 18 transfer portal kids. You know, like there, there's there's so much turnover there. It, so 
Okay, maybe you give him a little bit of benefit of the doubt for Lane Kiffin and also for last year's season, but uh, I wouldn't personally. That's just, especially the way he talked this preseason too. Yeah, very much tempering expectations. Yeah, Alabama number one, no big surprise there. Intern Jacob, anything jump out to you about the AP top twenty-five poll? NC State at thirteen really just burst my bubble. Yeah, just the overall ACC love is annoying. But what is it? What is it about NC State too that every once in a while people just lose their minds over them? Remember when they're, they're, they're in a good media spot? He was going to like um, eat a bat or something, or like an animal. Yeah, if they went to the playoff, something like that. Yeah, I I don't know if they're just in a good media spot where like that part of the country just needs a college football team to kind of rally around or think that they're going to be good. That's not always Clemson. Maybe that's it. Uh, this year they've got a quarterback. Obviously, I think that's carrying the weight big time. But where's Clemson at? Uh, I saw them one have them ranked as high as second, but they're top five, I believe. Four, yeah. Wow. Which you you can understand. Um, but DJU is you want to talk about a a fun college football story to follow this season? Just how he develops. Like it was last year an anomaly, or is that going to be the norm? Well, you forward? can say the same thing about both quarterbacks in the state of South Carolina. Same with Spencer Rattler. He's going to be. Crazy to watch. Well, and even Rattler, though, like nowhere really to hide for him this year. Despite, e- even though he got passed up by Caleb Williams, I mean, is there really a bunch of harm in getting passed up by Caleb Williams? Because Rat- Rattler's numbers were still pretty decent. Now it was against much different style of play. Big Twelve defenses aren't SEC defenses, but like DJU, he he just completely uh, Georgia ruined his brain. Well, and he just looked horrible. He did. I mean, he did not look like the guy that filled in for Trevor Lawrence and had the the five-star hype, you know? Like, Mm -hmm. it just – something looked off. And so, is that – can that be fixed or is that just who he is now? You know, so he's going to be fascinating to watch. Then That that whole Clemson team is going to be – just because you know Dabo is going to be an extra salty SOB this year, you know? Sure. Nobody and, believes in us. Bah, bah, bah. Like suck it, Dabo. He's he's going to be really obnoxious this year. What what do you, what? This is the thing that I kind of find interesting about like the ACC love. Which conference? And we can even include the SEC into this, and it probably is the answer. But this is something I think that anybody can answer. Jacob, Justin, Roush. What conference do you think has the most quote unquote media bias? where the media members that cover that conference, maybe not exclusively, but they could even be national media members with a regional-specific spot. Which conference do you think has just the most... The most honks? The most honks that are... Because, I, I, you know, if Alabama's Alabama, you got to cover Alabama. Like, they're dominant. They're, that's, not, that's not being See, biased. They are a dominant football program. So, like, which ones do you think really put on blinders? The, the, Honks is probably the right word. Because that, that's the thing about the SEC is when people are over the top positive about them, it's because they are good, too. I, I want to say the big ten, like the Fox people on Big Ten. You're Joel Klatz of the world. And, and, that's, I, 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 and that's why I, you'll have Roman Harper picking 10-2 teams on the SEC network, too. When you're kind of employed by the conference, you're going to go over the top for them. Um, and I, I, I think 
I get that feeling more so from the Big Ten, especially when it comes to basketball season. I I was going to bring that same <laughs> thing up because they're they're so annoying during yes. basketball season. Well, Justin. and it, it's it's like they're we're the best conference in basketball. Always, that's the thinking. But we haven't won a national championship since 2000. <laughs> like what? Oh man! What yeah, the you, ACC think, usually Jacob? has some like guns there to validate some of the the, the Dukies talking in basketball, but. No title since 2000. I think football, it's, it's either the ACC or the SEC. But usually the difference between that is the SEC is actually good. And most of the teams are That's my thing. Legit. Is that, like, there are plenty of honks in the SEC. But as a conference, more times than not, when you've won, like, 12 out of the last 16 championships, it's deserved. When you constantly have the best teams in college football, that hype is deserved. Now, does it does it probably carry a little bit too far across the league? Some years, I'm sure it does, and then other years, I do think the SEC is incredibly balanced, going even like 10 teams deep, which I think is more of the case for this season. Yeah. Up. This I, year, it's like there's there's two at the top and then eight that yeah, are jockeying that are, that, for are good, that are really good teams. That mm-hmm. I think if you put in other conferences, they would compete for conference championships, but in the SEC, it's just you're, you're too far behind Alabama or Georgia. I'd go ACC with the most honks. The the Big Ten is the loudest besides the SEC. I don't disagree with that. Big Ten can back it up, though. They have fans that show up to their games, which is uh, not something that the ACC can always say. They're pretty good more times than not. Maybe not SEC good for the Big Ten, but they are, I think, consistently the second-best conference and has been for pretty much a decade. Three, they do have basketball. It's legitimate. Now they don't have the championship in basketball, which is funny. Uh, that's actually like a totally underrated. When was their last Big Ten's last national championship Michigan in basketball? State. Yeah, Michigan State. Two thousand. Unbelievable yeah. stat that for is, a conference that, that prides themselves on basketball. I mean, the Flintstones. That that was so long it's ago. It's great. I mean, Full House was still airing, right? But <laughs> no, but at least was, Big Ten like, basketball media, which does include IU, which maybe you take them out. Big Ten's much more. Uh, tolerable if you will the acc still has tobacco road dorks and they are the worst of the worst when it comes to media honks period and i think ultimately this brings us back to our nc state like why do they get so much love in the acc it's not so much just the dukies though it's it's all of them they all just think even the wake forest folks think that they're like superior humans to the rest of the world and they just so happen to play sports and you better love it ACC can suck it. I think they've got the biggest honks. I think that's why you always see the ACC wildly overrated in polls and rankings. And uh, that's why come bowl season, they'll generally do what they do. By the way, 12 SEC teams either ranked or receiving votes. 12 out of 14. That's yeah. not, and one is not Vandy, bad. so really it's 12 out of 13 when you think about it, Jacob. <laughs> I wasn't even born the last time the Big Ten won a national championship. <laughs> a Big Ten team has not won a national basketball championship. <laughs> that wow. is wild. <laughs> has there been a Big Ten women's basketball team, Justin? I'm putting you on the spot. Uh, sure. Iowa was pretty good. I can't yeah. think of it though. I mean, you got to think of like the UConn domination. Stanford had a few. Yeah, there's Tennessee probably not. Had some. Yeah, there's not one Do you that count jumps Notre out. Dame. No, they're ACC. Oh, yeah. ACC. Um, gosh, and then if you. Take out what one Ohio State football championship since two thousand and so since Ohio State won in two thousand two, the Big Ten has only won one football championship as well. 
Only one. They've won the playoff one with Cardell Jones. Yeah, Ohio State in fourteen. 14 yeah. Was that the first? That was the first playoff year. Purdue. Uh, Purdue was no, the last no. women's champion oh. in '99. <laughs> <laughs> Unless you count so Maryland and twenty first century, they have won two national championships, and since two thousand and three, they've won one. Yeah. Man, that's beautiful. No, since two thousand three, they haven't won one, and either basketball. They well, they two thousand fourteen football. Ohio State won. Okay. You're counting that. Got it. So, if you count Ohio State's two football championships in the 21st century, Michigan State's one basketball championship, that's it for the Big Ten. Go ahead and give Ohio State another one this year, though. Well, let's all just fast forward to the Alabama-Ohio State national championship game, right? Because that's what we all know is going to be. And then who wins that one? Ohio State does have the horses to keep up, uh, which you can't always say that, but it's still freaking Bama. And let's just not forget Georgia has the easiest schedule of all time, so they'll God. be in the college football playoff. Yeah, and as I'm – I actually think I might even bet them over 10 wins. I think that's a great bet. They're, Kentucky, their road game in Lexington is their toughest game of the season. That and Mississippi State, and, I mean, you're betting on Georgia to lose to at Kentucky and at Mississippi State in late in the season. Mm-hmm. It, maybe if you caught them early or something, but, like, they – Whew. Yeah, they've got it easy. And not that they, not that Kentucky can't beat Georgia, they could. Not that Mississippi State couldn't beat Georgia, they could. But if those are your two hiccups on like a nice, profitable bet, you know, it's probably worth. Oh, you're still the, pushing if roll, it's ten. Rolling the dice know? with the the Bulldogs and that one, not the Mississippi State Bulldogs. But yeah, uh, uh, and I could see them losing one of them, but both of them favorable like, schedule on. for the dogs. Yeah. All right, let's take our first break. We went long there, just kind of talking about whatever came up. We know that the Thornton's text line is going to be heavy back on conversations from yesterday. So we are fine with that. We just wanted to get to a few other things first and foremost. Uh, we need to talk maybe more about the Bahamas trip, more about the scrimmage. But like mm-hmm. we said, we'll get to the Thornton's text line. Do not go anywhere. Happy Tuesday to you. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call. One more thing. Do me a favor. Don't go chasing waterfalls. Was that accidental or were you trying to quote TLC on purpose? I don't even understand the reference. You don't understand what you said? I don't know what that is. Get out. Welcome back. Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen, intern Jacob here on your Tuesday. Creep, creep. What movie was that from? Other guys. Mm. You watched that one, right? We put that on your list, Jacob. I've already seen that one. Okay. I haven't seen the other guys all the way through, though, but like one time ever. So much fun. And really need to go back one. and rewatch it. You should have shot A-Rod. <laughs> so many good moments. Text on into the Thornton Especially step Especially when they're walking back and forth with the old lady um, when he's hiding in the bushes. So great. Oh. You text it in. We read it on air. You pop in a Thornton's. You don't leave disappointed. Those are the rules. Thornton's, they're great. They're giving away $10,000 every week for the next couple weeks. Download the Thornton's app, become a Refresh and Rewards member, 
and you can win big in the Summer Cash Bash. Cash Bash. Thank you, Intern Jacob. I always to do that. I, pre- I, I appreciate <laughs> it. Uh, do we want to just read a few texts? Do we? I would like to, yeah. I want to read my stupid line that I couldn't miss. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Here we go. Here we go. Oh, Pat Forty. So let's get back to it. Yeah. Pat Forty had takes on Mitch Barnhart, Mark Stoops, and John Calipari. Initially, well, just normally when I see a Pat Forty article, which isn't all that often because he has me blocked, I just don't read it and go on living my life and act like it never even happened. Uh, usually don't even notice it. Roush is saying this one is actually it's worth your time. readable, although I don't like to encourage. Mm. You know, you're not supposed to give yeah. to the panhandlers. Yeah. So, what do we got? Well, the overarching theme is this was a big deal because Mitch Barnhart rarely speaks publicly, which we all know very well. We know why now. So much so, he says, uh, yeah, attend the SEC meetings. People scurry past the media that hang around waiting for ADs to emerge. As on the floor, he's averse to the gripping grin nature of the event. He's mastered the art of boring excellence since 2002, saying something noteworthy roughly once a decade. That's true. It made Saturday pretty noteworthy. Um, that's a, a, I mean, it's, it's true by Pat Forty and well-written. I've never said he's a, he's a bad with words. He, uh, he also, um, eventually got around to the point that said, well, Kentucky is only one of seven basketball schools. Do you want to know who 40 thinks are the only Kansas, Indiana, Duke, North Carolina, Kentucky. Yep. Got uh, the top five. Villanova. He does not know neither. You have Villanova. Two. Nope. Oh, I guess because you don't have a football school, you can. Yeah. Power five conferences. Excuse me. Power Sorry. five. These are from the Power Five. UCLA, U of L. Nope. Purdue, Michigan. Syracuse and Maryland. Syracuse for sure. Maryland, get the hell out of here. Yeah, Maryland. They Syracuse, won a title Syracuse, in two thousand one or Syracuse, something. Have they been in Final Four since? Yeah. Two. The the I part, remember it well. Yeah, Juan Dixon, Steve, uh, Stevie Franchise. Beat the Hoosiers. Oh, right, Steve Francis wasn't on that team. That was the year after Steve Francis left. Nobody uh, cares. But either way, <laughs> the the part that I find striking, though, is he didn't include Louisville in that. So is that a shot at Kenny Payne, who won those games? Or is he still sniffing Tom Jurch's farts and calling the, the team that gets 20,000 fans a football school, too, and a baseball, and everything school? I don't know. I don't care. Why Why do people care what their schools are called? I'm, not, I'm just I'm trying to fodder. Conversation, TJ. I, I is know, it a I, shot at UofL, or is he still sniffing George's farts? UofL fans lo- will will be proud that they're not labeled a one-thing school. Though They will wear that as a sign of – so they will not take that as a slight. They probably should, though. You should be a basketball school at Louisville. I just don't know I, – I don't know why people get so worked up about that stuff. Even if it's, like, directly – saying, hey, your program isn't the key sport at this school. A lot of people have just grown accustomed to not wanting to hear truth. And if you hear truth, you just have to be offended and bothered by it. Did you consider U of L a basketball school? Yeah. They're 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 yeah. They're a top ten program. They're much more well known for their basketball program than football. But here's the thing U of L fans just don't show up for any sport if they're bad. That's true. Yeah. And they'll show up for any sport if they're good. Yep. So it doesn't really cross sports lines. Kentucky fans, I don't I mean, Kentucky basketball fans show up even in bad seasons. It's kind of tough to talk about that nine and twenty one because of pandemics, but like you 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 were packing the limited crowds you could have mm-hmm. at those games. Uh, UK football, when they're bad, they don't pack the place. 
that's that's more common in football because the stadiums are, you know, yeah. well, ten they, times bigger. They also did really until like the SEC Network era too, where everything's on TV now. They they were good about packing the stadiums up until that point. Um, well, football's had some really good runs. There's no denying that, but that's what they are. They're three year flashes in the pan, um, and it's based on seeing your quarterbacks. You had your fun times with Chris Redman. You had your fun times. They were going. They were going. Step on the floors. Yep. I mean, they were good when when Jeff was there. Yeah. I mean, they uh, had the Braum years. They had the Lamar years. I just don't know why people would get so worked up if they're labeled, if their school is labeled one thing or another. That being said, I I don't don't disagree with that list. Having Maryland in there, though. Except for Maryland. Yeah, when was the last time they were. Relevant? Yeah. Have they ever been in your life? Grievous Vasquez. Mellow Trimble. That's the last time I can remember them. Yeah, they were like a four seed that got upset, I think, then. Before the Sweet 16. And they had Diamond uh, Diamond Stone. Diamond Stone, yeah. The Diamond Stone run. Grievous Vasquez was fun to watch back in the day. But what did they do? Go to the Sweet 16? Second round, potentially? Hard to also envision Maryland as a basketball school in the Big Ten. That's... Of all of the weird things, that's the one that's hardest for me to adjust to. Rutgers, who cares? It's Rutgers. They're the vanity of the Big Ten. I can get, you know, whatever. But Maryland in the Big Ten feels square peg around Holstead. I, I would, yeah, I'd make the argument that Maryland in the ACC was more of a basketball school than they are in the Big Ten. Yeah, yeah. It just, it, like, the rivalries that they have with mm-hmm. Gary Williams um, teams. Duke. Yeah, yeah. The, the, that was Those old Duke-Maryland games were good. Yeah, there was a... That was that was kind of fun. It almost seemed like the ACC was split between like the North and the South in terms of like, and I know Virginia and Maryland considered South most most people, but like Maryland, Virginia, Syracuse, the short time I don't know if they were ever in it with. Well, yeah. Well, were they in it with the with Maryland ever? I think so. Yeah, I could be misremembering all that, but regardless, I just like it when people don't really take too kindly to Tobacco Road trying to control the conference, which U of L is figuring out just how miserable those folks are right now. <laughs> they hate them, like they 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 really. Armando Bicot really sealed it for them last year. Like they were on the fringe, and when Bicot did not get foul out of that game at, mm-hmm. at the Yum Center, they just were like, "That's it, this is it. enough." Yeah, that we're. I guess Kentucky's lucky in the SEC. Doesn't seem like the conference really favors. Ooh. Is there is there a SEC stereotype of like the league's always going to pamper so and so? I mean, if they, they they would say that about the Kentucky, but those teams get fair share of wins on like they beat Kentucky on the road a decent amount. No, and Kentucky, you know? I think they talked about in the Bama strip that like UK's foul discrepancy was the worst in the SEC last year. I oh, think it's almost like they were reading TJ Walker. Yeah, that was from like I think a few years ago. Ooh, but. and and Cal gets tossed out of games on the road all the time. That Arkansas game, which in my uh, radio hit spree in the last week, uh, when I, I don't know what got to it, but when I was on Arkansas radio, I mentioned you know I was talking about how there's a lot of people who just want to dump on Cal and. There's a lot of Eric Musselman fans there, and they freaked out. They were like, wait, are you serious? Kentucky fans like Musselman? I was like, yeah, he'd, he'd be on their short list if Cal left tomorrow. And they are like, but Kentucky already took Eddie Sutton. They can't take another Arkansas coach. It, was, yeah, it, it amused me. They took Archie Goodwin, Malik Monk, Arkansas. <laughs> <laughs> 
you got some porous borders there, Arkansas, I would say. A texter on the Thornton's text line says, There is nothing more annoying about the current state of the UK fan base than the segment who insists Cal is mean to the common fan and hurts their whittle feelings in press conferences. Grow the F up, baby. Cry babies. Stoop, I, is Stoops in that now? I uh, Technically? Would... Technically, Stoops is in that now. He he is. He got worked up and he got his whittle feeling to it. <laughs> there, I just want those people that say that Cal talks down to fans just to give me examples. They never do. That one time he said that we were crazy. That's not. That doesn't count. Texter, those people just never have good examples because they don't really think that. They just dislike them, so they've got to take stuff that they can that they can fit. What do we got here on this next one? A tweet from Ben Roberts? My God, from 2012. This was after the national championship. April 3rd. Barnhart, our head coach, has said this program isn't for everybody, but I do know one thing for sure. It was made for him. I'm going to give that a retweet. (laughs) (laughs) That's going to confuse people big time. Uh, What do we got next? The Jonathan Hildred Wall Center. Is that from the play on Zoolander? <laughs> well, this is the John Wall Center. Is that is it? Yeah, but where's what's the Jonathan Hildred? Is, is that his middle name? <laughs> oh, there's yeah. no way. That's his middle name. That is. Wow. I had no idea. Hildred. That's Have you terrible. ever heard Hildred no. as a name before? That's awful. For Mildred, a huge fan of Hildreds. <laughs> yeah, I've just called the Hildred Center. You go into the Hilds? Yeah, I heard John Wall's going to be up there. <laughs> The Hilge. <laughs> Good text. I had no idea. You got us, Texture. You got us. Kind of funny that Stoops and Cal more or less had similar upbringings in the same area. You wouldn't think that given how our fan bases views both coaches. Yeah. And I, I think some of it's also just like Stoops really harps on it a lot more. And there yeah. is there is probably yeah. just a sense of football coach. Football coach talks about toughness and grittiness a lot. Mm-hmm. Where Cal doesn't talk well, about it as much. And Cal coached in the Northeast, big cities, UMass, Nets. Yeah, but Stoops, Stoops has been a lot of other places too. Right, right, right. But you just, you think of football coaches in like the small town. Like he went to Iowa, you know. I mean, it, it's a little bit different than the the Jersey kind of the the New York esque uh, Italian. Like um, my buddy always says, Kentuckians, we love our Italian basketball coaches. They're nice suits. We do. It's just. <laughs> They, I mean, they both had, I think, commendable upbringings. Had yeah. to work for what they've gotten His for the most part. His dad was an uh, uh, airport uh, Air traffic controller or something. Yeah, you know, yeah. Something he, worked. And his grandpa, like, coal mine. You know, it, it, it all, they, I think, are both blue-collar to some degree, but it's kind of tough saying, like, you know, these millionaires. Well, and especially Stoops. I know that he's peers with his brothers, but... You don't mean to think that there wasn't some nepotism involved and in some of the reason why he got his jobs? Like that college football's college football loves nepotism more than maybe any other profession. Oh, that's saying something. Yeah, I don't know, right? Nepotism out there. Yeah. Especially in the appraising industry. Five zero two four one four fourteen fifty is the Thornton's text line. Uh Texter says, Oh, by the way, did you see Bob Soup's comments on Yes, on, on the on the dilemma. Which that was a man. I'm surprised he took his brother's side. Didn't see that one coming. Well, but he did a good job though of not stepping in it too far. He just made the point that needed 
probably to be said out loud that that Mark didn't hit over the head very well. When Mark said last I checked, we played in the SEC. He meant that the SEC just makes all of the money, mm-hmm. all of the monies. And Bob's right. Like college football, it it it's what stirs college, the, the the drink of college athletics. If you wanted to be a smart butt, you could come back to Bob and say, that's interesting, though, that, that John makes so much more money than your brother then. He doesn't make, I mean, does he make that much more? Yeah, he makes, I mean. Four more million. So, yeah, he like makes. double? Yeah, almost it's double. It's a lot. I think it's six to four, or six to ten, right? Yeah. Which is I, still, yeah. Mark ain't hurting. No, no. But I just said, if you wanted to be a smart butt about, all right, yeah. football makes so much money, that's weird that. Bob's direct comment was, last I checked. When was the last time basketball got brought up in conference realignment? Never. Yeah. Not even. It's a total afterthought. He's right about that. Kind of, uh, by the way, kind of odd that Mitch didn't go to the Bahamas, right? I think he'd have a valid excuse of, like, everybody's on campus now. I need to be back in Lexington. But if I was Mitch, I'm going on the Bahamas trip. I thought it was Once every four years, you'd do an international thing like this? More unusual that Joe Kraft would. Now, I don't know what his day-to-day life is like, but it feels like a... A craft kind of trip, too. Yeah. But just, just, I, also, I don't know, maybe the crafts just feel more they need to be. They're raising so much money and doing this so much stuff, maybe being back in the state. I don't know. Yeah. Here's a question. What do the crafts do? Like, day to day. You know. They're money. philanthropists. <laughs> <laughs> I actually Tell sat me. in uh, Mitch Barnhart's seats that were up one time. Ooh. That's awkward. Yeah, it was kind of awkward. How'd that yeah, feel? He didn't come up to me. Like, the security guard was like, uh, next time you decide to bounce around, pick some different seats. Because <laughs> these are the athletic directors. And I was like, oh, sweet. <laughs> but wait. Why was he not there? I don't know. It's a good question. Like, where, does Joe Kraft wake up and does he does he still own coal companies? North, he comes from coal money. I'm. Yeah, they have to. I mean, they still have to have some hands and. And Kelly Craft, she was she did her own thing before meeting Joe, right? She was kind of I think I think she was well off in her own respect before they became a power couple. He's the president and chief executive of Alliance Resource Partners, the third largest coal producer in eastern United States. Okay. So still putting on his boots, going to work Mm -hmm. down the coal mines every day. And then Kelly Craft, she's ambassador to Canada. No longer, but at one point was, she was. Yeah. Maybe she still has some Canada connections. Big Kelly fan. Yeah? Why mm-hmm. so? Just big fan. She like may run for governor. Sheesh. I'd vote for her. Wait, you can't. Uh, yeah, you're a, you're a Hoosier. Yeah, get oh, the yeah. hell out of here, Scoots. I got to move over the See, other side. See, huh? voter fraud, uh, it's running <laughs> rampant. That's a big one. A texter says... <laughs> Stoops being mad about the comments is perfectly fine. The pot shots and veiled comments about Cal are out of line. Yeah, I agree with that. That's a good way to put it. Also, don't, I mean, it was just probably a bad look for Stoops, but he said it. Mm-hmm. Life goes on. What are you going to, nobody, you're just going to sit in the dirt and pound your hands and say, Stoops should have said that about Cal. Cal's heard worse. I don't think it was the best move from Stoops, but it's all in the past now. And now UK just got to figure out what they got to do with their athletic director. I just don't like the implication that b-ball team and staff don't work incredibly hard and haven't done so their entire lives. Yeah, I'd... well, the implication. And and I I would 
Roush, I'll say this because you you generally have some better understanding from the football side of things. When Stoop says that you you know we didn't wake up on third, he kind of did. Hear me out. And I see a lot of people saying Stoops would be a lot harder to replace than Cal. There could be truth to that. I, think I don't no think you're bringing in another basketball coach that recruits like Calipari for what it's worth, mm-hmm. but you could get another coach that could be continually, hopefully, top 10, top 20. I mean, it's I, happened before. We've seen it. Basketball recruits itself. Not not maybe to this degree, but we don't know. Maybe so. Maybe, Scooch, you end up being totally right about it. I, I But I what I would add to the Stoops, Calipari, who's more replaceable, it's a dumb argument regardless, but what I would say to it is, how do we know that another coach couldn't come in and do what Stoops does now that we know that UK has invested in football? Because he's the first coach that has had a football investment. Is it a coincidence that UK is one for one while investing in football and having success with head coaches? Because they were almost over for you know a few decades prior without investing in football. So chicken over the egg. Is it Mark Stoops or is it the commitment investment in football? Of course, the correct answer is both. Yeah, neither yeah. one is having and, success without the other one and, happening. And the new coach is going to be set up much better. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, night and day. And Stoops deserves a ton of praise for that. Well, he he is responsible, but also he is probably still going the same way as Joker, some of these other guys. If UK didn't invest in football, yeah, and and I don't think he's necessarily saying that like they don't work hard over there. But it's a much bigger – football's just a much larger operation to keep rolling. And I do think when you're dealing with 10 kids and, what, a dozen recruits maybe? I mean, how many kids are you recruiting in basketball at any one given time between three assistant coaches? Yeah, I mean, I mean, between it, the staff, I'd say at any given time probably about 10. Yeah, and even if you trickle down to the underclassmen, it's like 15 or something where... 20 tops. Kentucky football probably has 250 scholarship offers mm-hmm. out there. I mean, it, it, it's... But they have, lot. you know, 10 times bigger staff for that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But th- there's a lot to kind of wrap your arms around. Um, it's a challenge. And, to, and Stoops also did have to do a lot more to get to this point than what John Calipari did. Like, I don't, I'm not going <laughs> to argue that point. The one thing that I did when I was doing uh, my hits, it was the the guys in Memphis. One one made a good point that it doesn't sound like Stoops has asked for, Stoops feels like he's pretty low maintenance as a football coach. Like, asking for this new indoor facility is bare minimum. He's the last one in the SEC without one. Hmm. Will Levis, they won't make him do go under center to do three-step drop back because they're worried he might blow his knee out. Like They're just like, we're going to mitigate any sort of joint injury risk by not doing stuff like this on our indoor facility. They did pump a ton of money in early, but Kroger Field was, Commonwealth Stadium was what, 40, 50 years old? At that, not 50, it'll be 50 Newest years. Newest stadium in the SEC. <laughs> yeah, but you know. Still saying uh, they didn't have the the training facility like they need they they needed a lot of things just to get to the baseline to meet the standards of the other. Mm-hmm. It's just that the ticket price for footballs just costs a lot more because of the nature of it. So the point being though is I, I do think I feel like Stoops is pretty low maintenance considering all the things he's asked for. 
throughout his time. And that was part of the reason during these renegotiations when coaching carousel was spinning like crazy. And we're like, crap, LSU's like all these jobs are open. Stoops is getting his name thrown around. Stoops was pretty quick to shoot those down because him and Barnhart came to an understanding that he was going to get this indoor push to the top of the priority list. Checks out. Sounds good. It's a lot. Hour one already done somehow. Flying by. I like this text line in the first hour too. Yeah, it's fun getting to spend a little bit more time on them. Create some good conversation. You all do a great job of that. Saves texters. me some stress. Stress about what? When we got like a thousand texts left and we get towards the end of the show. Justin, just let's, you, let's, don't you worry, buddy. I know. I shouldn't let it bother me. Yeah, don't let it bother you, man. Yeah, buddy. Don't you just got to control you. the things you can control. Yeah. Oh, 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 like that oh, microphone controls. No. Oh, hour no. number two of Kentucky Roll Call coming up next. Oh, will Scooter Dingus's microphone work? Cow. Welcome back for hour two of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it is. With Walker and Roush. We're just getting started, bro. Welcome back. Hour number two, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio. 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen. I want to get through all the... Oh, intro Jacob. Oh, you're here? I am here. Okay. <laughs> I didn't see you over there. Intern Jacob, of course, who is having his last day tomorrow. Last day. What have you learned, buddy? Man, I've learned how to be a better person. No. Oh. That's every day for every listener. That's not exclusive to you. What else? I've learned... So much about life. Okay, so you're not saying anything. Just Have you not learned that. one thing? I've learned how to run the board. <laughs> ah, there we go. That's all we were looking for. There anyway. we go. There we go. This is Kentucky Roll Call, Big X Sports Radio. Roush, tell people how they can listen. Well, you can uh, find us on the TuneIn app. No, I actually had somebody ask me, do I have to pay for it? You don't have to pay for it. They just try to get you. When you download the app and you log on, you don't need to, to pay for anything to listen on TuneIn. You also don't need to pay anything to call in and listen hassle-free on the call-in line. That's 563-999-3250. You just call that number, hit speakerphone, plays the show. We're on 96.1 FM, 1450 oh, yeah. AM, and anywhere you get your podcast. Which, speaking of podcast, DJ, we got something cooking. We do. Roush and I talked on the phone yesterday about old Kentucky Thrones Radio. Yeah, we're bringing it back, baby. It's officially official. We're very excited about it. Mm -hmm. Game of Thrones starts on Sunday. House of the Dragon. What Roush and I just had to basically figure out is when are we going to record this podcast. The biggest difficulty is Game of Thrones used to be a spring show. It would start like... I remember it, not always, but it eventually did become a spring show. Yeah, like I, I still remember a Final Four Sunday night, like that that day in between the games and the championship, where we got to watch Game of Thrones, maybe even the premiere. 
Mm-hmm. And it started to get kick further back uh, into the summer. But now House of the Dragons is going to be a fall show. So we can't really do Monday recap. So our promise to you, you will have a show before Tuesday at lunch. Recapping the House of the Dragon show. It might show up sooner. We don't know. Depends on how things how things unfold, what's going on, but by Tuesday at lunch, you're going to have a, a Kentucky Thrones radio breaking down the latest uh, the latest episodes of uh, House of the Dragon. And so far, uh, TJ, I've seen the reviews are, are pretty good. So uh, I'm, I'm excited. I'm looking forward to it. That's are huge. the reviews good? I haven't seen any of them. Just the, the first uh, the first episode's getting some good reviews. I So it uh, Game of Thrones first came out April 17th. Season two, April first, twenty twelve. Mm-hmm. Man, what a time! Were <laughs> we living live or what? Oh, when season two, when season two in came the frat out. house, Woo. March thirty titles, March thirty first uh, for two thousand and thirteen for season three. Season four was April. Season five was April. Season six was April. Mm-hmm. Season seven July. Mm-hmm. Season eight April. I was. I thought that there was a couple seasons that started like in August or something. So. Shows what this old. You were very giggly, Jacob. Are you not a Game of Thrones guy or something? <laughs> no, I love Game of Thrones. I was just thinking, like, in that podcast, do you give them like a Thrones go? No, no. We do need to add it though. But K- a, Kentucky great. Thrones Radio was the precursor to KRC. Can I get that's on true? That? Can I get some, on that? Some would say maybe. there's no KRC maybe without Thrones Radio. There's Possibly. Probably actually some truth to that. Yeah, Rash had to figure out if uh, him and I could talk together, and yeah. we did, and we had yeah, fun, and we did. We enjoyed it. Grown to become solid acquaintances. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> draw the line there. <laughs> uh, and also, we would love to hear what you think because we we kicked around a couple ideas. We were like, well, maybe we could do a Twitter Spaces and then copy the audio and make it a podcast. That way, people are getting it sooner because we we know by when or by Tuesday, some of you all are already over it or looking ahead to the next week or don't want to go back to a show from two nights ago. But the plan will be, hopefully, if we can get it out on Monday, we will. Mm-hmm. But if you have any ideas or have any suggestions, we always love to hear from you all. You can either tweet us or text into the Thornton's text line, whatever works. But yeah, uh, this time next week, well, within a few hours, yeah, you would hopefully have... Are we just we're gonna we can't change the name right we're not gonna call it like no no that would be that'd be too much House of Dragon this podcast all over your face <laughs> it wasn't even good you all no I'm gonna miss I'm gonna miss I'm gonna miss intern Jacob laughing he's easy easy the, crowd that's the worst yeah thing no I've ever but heard. it's just nice to have laughs intern Jacob so then that was a cheap one. <laughs> <laughs> Just go ahead and bookmark that time, Scoots. Yeah. We're off yeah, the rails. That, that's, that's the drop the, should that's just the be right all there. of them that he'd had throughout his internship. And just like, <laughs> 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 just on a continual loop. Oh, boy. 502-414-1450 is the Thornton's text line. 502-414-1450. We love Thornton's. You do, too. Roush. what were some of the most – just give me the biggest takeaway from, from some of the scrimmage. Something maybe that you didn't get to that we didn't have time to yesterday. Defensive line being good is a uh, positive. Yeah, I that, saw more people talking about Deion Walker. I like seeing that. Yeah, and 
I mean, look at her that they were playing him at every position on the defensive line, which is just absurdity, if that's the case, because he's enormous. And if he's explosive enough to create a pass rush from a five technique at that size, that's just unbelievable, uh, which that's lined up outside of the tackle in your natural defensive end position. So the defensive line creating a pass rush is really the key to unlocking this defensive potential. And the fact that they kind of across the board feel like they're Good enough to get that. I'd love to hear that. Love to hear that. But uh, today we're going to hear from Rich Scangarello and the rest of the Kentucky offense. And I'll be intrigued to hear uh, to hear his review upon looking at Phil. Yeah. Uh, How harsh or not. When's the next scrimmage? Saturday. So they'll do it. When is their last Saturday scrimmage? I when think they they'll them? stop this one. They used to do three. I think Stoops is now like, we don't need to do three. Yeah. There's no. I, I don't hate them either. It, it yeah. is kind of a fine line, and I didn't watch hard. Anybody watch Hard Knocks last night? It's on no. Monday nights? Yeah, right? It's on Monday nights. I think it's Tuesday nights. I think it's tonight. Maybe it is Tuesday. I've night. never watched Hard Knocks. I think it's tonight, but I did just recently watch the first episode. And, you know, Dan, it's fun. Hey, Dan well, Campbell's got a good, uh, he's a fun meathead. I love, like, I'm pretty tough on Hard Knocks, all things considered, but. I was uh, <laughs> that first episode was awesome. Like that was a really good. And again, we always do this with Hard Knocks. We talk about it every freaking summer, where it's like I was thought I really liked Hard Knocks, but in reality, I just needed sports. But we had sports last week. We had basketball. We had a lot going on, and I still just enjoyed the production aspect. Maybe it's just because the Lions are the Lions. They're like the cute little mm-hmm. NFC North team. You just want to go cuddle. I love his his strategy, Dan Campbell's strategy. Let me just hire a bunch of former players to coach. And yeah, that, do you? I was gonna. Do you love that? If you haven't watched the Lions, basically, I mean, I mean, it's a '90s and 2000s NFL superstar. Team. Do let's name some of them. Do Staley was yeah, out there. Trevor named his dog after him. Aaron Glenn from the Jets is a little bit older. He was a corner in the '90s. Is it Mark Brunel? Mark Brunel is the Mark big Brunel. one. Mark I mean, it's like blast from the past for kids or kids people our age that when we were kids, it was they were kind of some of the older players. Watching Mark Brunel throw left-handed. Is there a lefty quarterback in the NFL right now? Is there a southpaw out there? Tua. Is that it? There's got to be more than that. I mean, so, Pat Mahomes is ambidextrous. It's amphibious. Yeah, um, he's amphibious. Ambidextrous. Uh, but I, the, the lefty quarterbacks, though, are just, they're not as prevalent. Yeah, I, I can't think of it off the top of my head. Yeah. Good call. Too, I'm not really good at like noticing you. people's hands for what it's worth. Even like in basketball, which is kind of embarrassing because it's pretty easy to do it. But I don't know. I guess I'm more focused Mac, on Max Johnson. Things. I believe that uh, he transferred from LSU to A and M. I believe he is. I just love the the big windups that they got. Yeah, like when Lafors was at Will. Something about a lefty quarterback is just endearing. You're like, oh, he's a scrappy lefty. Real gunslinger. I just don't care about it so much. Uh, Antoine Randall, another guy we should have mentioned. Yeah, on the line staff. Indiana, great. I'm sure, there's probably plenty. He of was well. uh, a part of the last kind of games in that. IU Kentucky series that Trevor wants to bring back. The last game, I believe. Yeah. So that was 30 years ago, Trevor. Just suck it, buddy. Uh, um, people need traditions. It's a good Trevor impression. You been working on that? <laughs> good old big guy. What's uh? Want to go to the Thornton sex line? Yeah, I, I I just have a few other things. Did you see Bronny is down to five schools? Kind um, of. Kind of. I do think it's funny how, A, 
Skip Bayless had to have a hot take. Bronny, your dad would have dunked it left-handed. Just hilarious. Skip just can't help himself but be Skip uh, because Bronny did have a sick dunk uh, in international competition. Uh, it's also fascinating that one person writes a Bronny, here's kind of who he's looking at, but then mm-hmm. everybody writes the same story. Yeah, I, I don't... I, so I find it harder, and I think Zags was the first one to write it, so I'm not... I don't know. I just... That, that recruitment has been so quiet for so long, uh, I don't really know what to make of it. Only Ohio State, Oregon, and USC are, quote-unquote, actively recruiting him, supposedly. Say those again. Ohio Oregon, State, Oregon, and USC, Southern Cal. Nike, USC, hometown, Ohio State, where Pop Pop is, and Nike. And then, mm-hmm. Yeah. I still think – yeah, I don't know. There must be stuff behind the scenes. Because you, you would think that every school in America would want to prioritize him. Not every school. 99% of schools in America would want to prioritize just him. Because, just for like the the attention. But also, Hey, you, we're going to make you a star. Your dad's a star. You're going to be a star. You're king on campus. We desperately want you. But only three are actively going after him. Probably – I still think he probably ends up not playing college basketball, if I had to guess. Yeah, that, and that's – that might be why, you know, it could be a DeAndre Aiden situation. Not that they, he's been paid for already, but they're kind of under the impression, yeah, he's not going to end up in college. Or they could say, we don't want a helicopter parent LeBron coaching us on Twitter, which I don't know if you all, uh, you did not need to have a Washington Post subscription to click on the story that I tweeted out last night about the, the Jolly Brothers, J-O-L-L-Y, uh, the number one second graders in America. And the story, their, their dad, I forget the dad's name, but he's not the first satellite parent, but he's the first to really I saw steer some your, saw some of your tweets into the nil angle of all of this. And he spends, uh, I mean, it, it's just such a sad thing to read. And I mean, these kids are probably, they. I mean, it seems like they like basketball. They enjoy it. They like being the center of attention. When they go to tournaments, these second graders are posing for pictures of quote unquote fans who were like four year old kids who love to watch him. But essentially, they have no friends because they're so consumed with basketball. And if they beat them, then it's taken personally. Like that. Of all of the sad moments, though, there was one line where uh, the kid, one of the twin brothers, who, which, by the way, they wear branded headbands, Jolly Bros headbands. They get free gear from companies to wear their sleeves and all this sort of stuff. They've got YouTube followers for all their highlights. Uh, the Jolly Bros were the, the the premier people at this camp, and they had people in the MCs talking about how great these kids were. After the game, after a kid missed a game-winning shot, he was like, no, you're good enough. You're just not working hard enough, as he hands him a Lunchables. Yeah, here's the quote. You're going to miss shots. That's not the problem. The problem is you're not playing hard, Jolly said before helping his son take his shoes off and giving him a Lunchable to eat. Everybody's going to know who you are. You have to be a killer. Yeah, I, I, you're telling your, your kid that you're handing a Lunchable that you need to be a killer. While helping him take shoes off. I mean. Because he probably has t- trouble taking his shoes off. There was also. Probably don't need to tell that kid to be a killer. Probably doesn't understand the context. Before they went to their national tournament. He got a gym so they could work out in after midnight and then go play like four games. I think the they said that they play basketball something like 12 hours a day 
They have to hit a required uh, 400 shots per day. Yeah, it's wild. He said, I, that's the benefit I have is they can play one-on-one against each other to get better. It's like, dude, just be a, let them be a kid. They're going to get – there's a 100% chance they get burnt out before this guy's dreams of making these kids in the NBA come true. Mm-hmm. He sells – the parents walk around with, like, none-and-done T-shirts on with college scratched on the back because he wants them to get paid to go to the overtime league. Yeah, it's, it's, I mean, it's pretty ridiculous. It's a Washington Post story. And the thing I didn't want to bring up, because you do have some people that can make it in a situation like this, but at 410 and 411, that's too small to be big-time – basketball i love too that he's like yeah we're already looking at growth charts because he's only 511 and you know what chart was only saying he was going to be 511 no no the the dad was only 511 so they're looking at growth charts hoping that they're taller than him but yeah only at 410 and 411 now second graders to go go back to hard knocks one of the few players that they actually featured prominently that wasn't a star was a guy obina ezzy that Played football in Memphis, and in while he's sitting in the ice tip talking to Jared Goff, he's like, yeah, I've only been playing football for seven years. Just, just played as a senior. Mm-hmm. I was a four-star, but I like the coaches in Memphis. Yeah. That, that happens more times than the Todd Marinoviches of the world. Like, yeah, you, you, can, no be a, you can be a supportive parent. You can even make highlight videos for your kid without uh, putting too much pressure on them that they'll – Want to get out of the game. That's something that we're going to get to experience firsthand in this next chapter of our lives, just overbearing parents. Are we the overbearing parents? How mm-hmm. do we handle sports with regular life? I think you and I will both be fine. We're, I don't think it's going to be an issue, but I, I, hear, I hear some of my older cousins who has kids that are in college or high school or middle school and they talk about just like it's it seems a lot worse individual yeah like people yelling and screaming and stuff like that and i was like there were always you know some parents like that when we were playing i think it's because they invest so much more now money now it's probably and it's such a bigger deal like the amount that they travel and then the the rutherford show spent a good chunk of time talking about the manual baseball situation did you are you up to date with that at all or which the the crazy part about it is the a friend of mine is now the the new coach. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. We uh, grew up together. He's uh, went to the sales. Kind of feel bad for together. him because he's probably like, "Ooh, this is awkward." Know, like, oh, but th- that coach definitely got fired because he wouldn't play the principal's kid. That's what it sounds like. Yeah, I mean, and shout out. I don't know if the the ex coach who got fired, um, if he was the one who drafted that letter himself, or if he got a lawyer to do it. But it was well done, and he did a good job keeping all the evidence. What a what a weenie of a of a principal or whatever. Yeah, uh, yeah I haven't even talked to Dugan about it, but I wonder what he's heard. Oh, you yeah, know, I'm like, sure he's heard. You know the play. That's he's all- a, he's apparently good friends with the principal. Oh, oh. so wow. is he on the uh, baseball coach's side or the principal? I don't side? know. I, I was talking to Trevor last night, and Trevor said Dugan called him, gave him a little bit of an earful. <laughs> Wait, Dugan called Trevor, yeah, and gave Trevor an earful. A little bit, yeah. That's rich coming from Trevor. <laughs> I, I believe it. I don't know. I don't know if earful was the word, but Dugan definitely called Trevor after their show yesterday. Straightened him out. <laughs> a lot of a lot of drama, though. If I was just Dugan, I'd be like, wait. Like, is the coach texting with all the parents about stuff like, like Do I need to be texting, you know, coaches about playing time for I, for kids? What I, the hell's going on I here? Just, What's going on behind closed doors? I think the benefit we have, TJ, is we've seen sports from the other, like a different viewpoint. And so 
you don't you don't ever want to be the the ugly parent that you saw at some of those AU tournaments. No, I couldn't. I would. And also, I, if you have a if it's in high school and you've got a problem with your playing time, the kids in high school they can talk to their coach about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's get a few more texts in five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. Soup's being mad, or uh, I just don't like the... Okay, I got that one as well. I know Roush thinks they're funny, but imagine if Cal was making those kinds of comments about the football program. What do you mean? Like, win some more games? Making, like, you know, St. Peter's jokes, stuff like that. If, like, you had UK players that were tweeting pretty negative stuff about the football program. It would and be you had other uh, assistant coaches kind of tweeting some negative stuff about the football program. I bet you wouldn't like it, is what the texts are saying. Yeah, but it also when you when you're in the position that basketball is in, like it, it, it feels like a false equivalent because of the history that Kentucky basketball has, aka the basketball school calling themselves a basketball school was a. Uh, Enough of a big shot. I can't imagine them going over the top with even more shots. Yeah, and the thing that going back to like Mark, reading Mark Soup's words, yeah, but you're not gonna you're not gonna say demeaning thing. That's not he never didn't say anything demeaning about UK football. I don't even think the words UK football came out of his mouth. You know, like he didn't specifically call out. But again, we've beaten that to death. Everybody yeah. knows it, and yeah. it Cal messed up, and that's why he he admitted he messed up. Kentucky would be the second best team in the ACC, four ranked ahead of them. Yeah, I totally agree with that. It's ridiculous that there are four teams ranked ahead of them. Yeah, I. Um, you could sell me on a couple of teams being in the same. You know, like maybe Tower Van Dyke is really good, and Mario Cristobal straightens that ship faster than expected. Yeah, it's not to say I, Kentucky I, couldn't trip up in a road game at an ACC team's place. Yeah, but not, not Louisville's, obviously, but uh, <laughs> other other some teams, maybe right, right. possibly, perchance. But, but obviously not at Louisville. Does everyone forget that Mitch hired Billy G, and that was a train wreck? Then he took it pers- or then took pressure by boosters. And Cal begging for the job before Mitch hired Cal. People and I, don't forget that. And I didn't realize I, I you know, I knew they weren't best buds, buddy buddy, hang out every weekend with one another. But I didn't buy that the divide was as severe as many people were making it out to be. But I do know it goes back to then. Like that's where this started between the two of them. Well, and it also helped that Tom Izzo couldn't go to the interview that they had planned because they upset Louisville, right? Yes. In the NCAA tournament in the Elite Eight. So I w- I've I've heard that like you know Cal kind of joked like could have been me two years ago you, you heard you had some you know like you you didn't want me then like he it was lighthearted and it was fun but Cal knew the situation that Barnhart was not his first choice even close to it so I think that's kind of where it started and they're just different people oh they are and as Forty put it and I hate giving him credit but like they are the opposites Cal is going to shine in front of the spotlight. Barnhart Calvers from it. Yeah. Just doesn't want any, you know, just doesn't want anything to do with it. A texter says, intern Jacob will let you react to this one. Also, all these other programs at UK need to calm down. If it was for the money football and basketball brought in, they probably wouldn't a lot of what they, they I think he's what he's saying. If it wasn't for the football and basketball money, they wouldn't have a lot of what they have. I'm assuming a lot of money goes to other programs. Well, yes. Yeah. They, they're, they're subsidized by SEC football money. Yeah. Pretty straightforward there, I feel like. 
if the top two money bringers to the athletic department want new facilities, then guess what? They should get new facilities. Agreed. Also agreed. I don't think, yeah, and that was the like whole no point offense yesterday. to the tennis, just, but yeah, and not that they should be neglected, but like it, it's not like basketball every three years is like I gotta come on, we gotta you gotta make us something, do us something. I do. You 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 made the point the other day, which I thought was a really good one, TJ. That Cal's not going to be spending a bunch of time in this new practice facility. He's mostly doing it for the next guy, mm-hmm. and. I think that that's probably what Mitch is doing for all the other sports too, right? Where he's like, man, I've got – they call it the Barnhart Family Athletic Complex, and it's got the baseball stadium yeah. up there, the softball, the soccer. He's done – he's given the South Campus a facelift, but there's just a few that he has to check off that list, and it's it's the track and the tennis. Those are the last two that he hasn't done. Yeah. So I – Probably something similar. Salsarita Center, track and tennis take care of them too, a part of it. I'm talking this facility is going to be, it's going to be ginormous. Covered in queso. Mm. The fountain of queso. I giggled at that yesterday. That was that was good. Yeah, that's a great idea. Like the there's a ginormous, like, uh, like the library at Alexandria. We have a huge tower mm-hmm. at the Salsarita Center. Shoots out queso, makes a queso moat around the facility. All you can eat chips. Help with hunger issue. Mm. One, who doesn't want to go to UK? Because at any point you could just walk by the queso pool, mm-hmm. dip a chip in it. And cheese, it has lasting power too. Salsarita Center is catching a lot of steam. A lot of steam. Salsarita's here. bringing the Big Blue Nation back together. Let's go to our last break. We'll come back. We'll wrap up the Thornton's text line. Get you on your way for your Tuesday. This is Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. Roll TJ Roll Walker, call. Nick Roush, Justin Kalen, and intern Jacob. Welcome back to Kentucky Roll Call. Put your trust in the Lord. Your ass belongs to me. What do you think of when you hear the, this song, TJ? The weight by the band. A couple things come to mind for me. I think of... I, I don't nothing specific besides like it is a road trip song. One, Starsky and Hutch and their fake mustaches. Okay. Two, uh, Girl Talk uses this first song and then it yeah. starts going, it's going down with Young Jock mm-hmm. and it gets me hyped. Girl yeah, talk, I, I was really stuff. late to the Girl Talk game. I was as well, but still, that was fun college times. So no, I was like after girls? college when I learned about what Girl Talk was. Oh. It's basically just a DJ set. That's all they. That's all you young kids do like nowadays, anyway. Mixes and collaborations. Yeah, a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. You guys actually talk to girls. Weird. It's the name of the band. This is Kentucky sure. Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio, ninety six one FM, fourteen fifty AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Kalen, and intern Jacob. One final segment on your Tuesday during the break. Roush said he somebody did something nice for him, and he yeah. wanted to say something. Yeah, it, we talk a lot about people being mad and angry in the world, but yesterday I. Um, my dad had a doctor's appointment or something, so I was hanging out with Duke for a little bit. Uh, we went to the park and stopped at Roosters, great sponsor of Big Exports Radio. Huge fan of Roosters. Uh, Duke calls it the chicken place. 
and he was he was getting very tired. Um, and so we had a few fussy moments, um, but all went well. He ate pretty well, and I'm getting I'm trying to speed things along. And of course, there the service was great. They're moving fast. Like, oh, thanks. I'm just gonna go ahead and get a check in the to go box. Trying to get out of there quick. And she came by a little bit later. Was like, you know, somebody covered your 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 lunch for you. And I was wow. like, oh, that's just, that's too nice, too nice. So. Just a, a random act of kindness. Maybe it was a listener out there. Maybe it was somebody who just thought my kid was being sweet. And uh, who knows? But it was a very nice moment. So thank you to whoever did that. Um, that is great. Did you pay it forward? Did you pay it? No. I didn't no. pay it forward right away. I still tipped the lady because um, she was nice <laughs> as well. Uh, but it also reminded me, and I was mad I didn't tweet something out about this, but like a month or two ago, uh, my parents were just out walking with my son. He was pushing his lawnmower around. And a police officer stopped at the corner, and he just got out of his car, opened the trunk, and he was like, you look like you could use a basketball. And he just gave him, like, a red, white, and blue oh my, police my basketball. Heavens. Yeah. It's like, oh, that's just a nice nice thing to do. Everything's coming up Duke. Real heater for Duke here. Yeah, yeah. kidding. But, you know, random acts of kindness. They're, they're great. He should have had Duke pick out the last few numbers on that lottery ticket last <laughs> I week. I know. Right? Oh, that was so wild, boys. So I go through those one by one. And that was the first one I zoomed in on, and I was like, 19? Yes. 24? Yes. 35? And then the fourth one, I was like, oh. It was so cool. Though. So close. How much would that win? Like $2? 7 hey yo, yep. It's big time. Big time. Would have hit it. four numbers, it would have been a hundo. Well, shout out to the people being nice to Roush. Good. He, he is, he's happy. He's all, all smiles yeah. today. Being nice. I would say he's Some smiling nice ear thing. to ear, but got to have ears. <laughs> <laughs> you want know $7 to get you at Thornton's? Everything. A lot of stuff. A lot of injuries in the summer stuff. cash bash. Oh, yeah. yeah, for sure. Yep, and uh, it, it doesn't take $7 to get into the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. If the top two money bringers want facilities. Also, after Billy G. Bumble, I don't trust Mitch to make another hire. I mean, look at the baseball program. That's a that's again. Overall, Mitch has been a good athletic director, but it's also not like anybody that thinks the athletic program would just crumble into dust if he weren't running it is mistaken. Other coaches or other ads, excuse me, could care about the other sports. They could elevate the other sports, and they could continue to make sure that football and basketball coaches are happy. It's a really good time to be a UK fan. I get it that the basketball team hasn't had the March success, and that has stunk no more so than for our radio show. We haven't had a March run since we've been on air, which is ridiculous. Like a pot, not, Seriously. I mean, it is. We've been doing this, what, four years now? But how many seasons is it where we've gone into the football or basketball season excited, optimistic, hopeful? That's fun. It's not always that way. The worst thing, and I think we're getting a little bit numb to it to some degree, is going into a season, whether football or basketball, where you just know you're not going to be that great. Those are the worst. I don't want those. So if these two coaches can continue to have such good off-seasons, such good recruiting, transfers, whatever, whatever strategy they go to, where we're heading into August... And then once basketball season rolls around, you're thinking both teams, you're looking at the schedule and you're not sure which games are going to be losses, if any. That's really fun. And the fact that Mitch would want to jeopardize that by just being a total and complete doofus 
is embarrassing to the all of athletics and the state in its entirety. Things are really good right now. Don't rock the boat, Mitch. Another text says, I want to see the pie chart showing how much money each sporting program brings in. It would be a lot for football, a good chunk for basketball, and then... Um, That'd be about it. That's it. <laughs> yeah, I think most of the other programs probably don't make money if, at all. If baseball's rocking and rolling, it can make money. It is not rocking and rolling. I when it's basketball, well, if it's rocking and rolling, it can make money. It's yeah, not making money right now. I would think volleyball might be close to it, too, just from an attendance standpoint. And they, they do play a good amount of TV games. Their only issue is they don't have a ton of sponsorships and... They're t- they t- they keep the tickets so cheap so people can go to the games. So you don't really make money don't, for it. And, yeah. and, like, you know, you're still paying for the scholarships of 15 girls and then, you know, volleyball travel and stuff ain't cheap. It can be a moneymaker. I bet there are places where it does make money. I would be curious to know if it's at UK. Most of those Big Ten schools do. Have you pre-season, seen some of those arenas? Preseason yeah. volleyball poll came out, by the way. And I know... Nebraska yeah. was number one. Uh, L, I think, was number four. Kentucky, number 11 to start the year. But speaking of some of those schools, they will play Wisconsin at home, Louisville at home, and Nebraska at home. I think Wisconsin Dude, won the championship awesome. last year, maybe? Yeah, yeah, they did. So you have, I mean, is that just the Nebraska, final, four from, <laughs> final yeah, four from last year? It is, because Nebraska, I think, was who beat Louisville. All uh, those to are to going to be really, really tough games for UK volleyball. But they're fun to watch. Hopefully they can yeah. steal one or two of them. It, it, good atmospheres, too. Going to the, the Final Four, too, last year, like that that was cool. It is was your, really good games. Is your wife going to cry if I say I don't think U of all volleyball is that great again? Oh, she'll fight you. <laughs> I know she will. It's like calling Kentucky a basketball school. <laughs> <laughs> the thing about those sports, too, like not football or basketball, a good portion of the attendance is probably students. And students get them free. For those, for so. those sports, uh, that's a good point. Baseball, too. Yeah. volleyball. Yeah. 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 Good point. Good point, Jacob. Did no, Jack- what if they sold beer? Could that be an additional oh. source of income for them? Yeah. Probably a lot more programs as well. and yeah. also more attendance. Because I'd probably go. Why would you tell you know people I Especially can control baseball. what you drink and eat at this stadium? Just go into a baseball game and not drinking a beer. Like what? Yeah, like give me the bat full of beer. Yeah, I want a beer bat. Yeah, that's, that's all I want, and a hot dog. Didn't Jack Pilgrim say Drake and Will Lane would be in the Bahamas? Can't let him slide with Mitch takes all the while Mitch takes all the heat. I think he just said I think he said Lil Wayne would show up, but Drake Drake was, I think, the only one tied to the Bahamas. And I think maybe he just mixed up Drake's I'm as the sponsor. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Drake's is totally gonna be there. <laughs> They're gonna be everywhere. That's a really funny one. Uh, I meant to ask him about that last weekend when we had him on. I think on like Wednesday or Thursday or whatever. I know Drake got COVID like beforehand, and so maybe that was an excuse. But then he showed up to some concert oh. after testing negative. So yeah, I don't know. We'll... What do we got next? Come on, Jack. Send Mitch to the hog. You get that. Uh, he's the only person that references the hog. <laughs> What's the and hog? And we still don't know if we're saying it correctly. The the hag. Is it the hag? The hog? <laughs> How's it spelled? H a g u e. It's a hagi. It's an international prison in Europe. But <laughs> well, wouldn't you just say like? I don't know. That's just not a saying. Hag. The hag. Hagui. The hag. <laughs> we get it wrong every time. TJ, here's the. Dip video. I swear I, he does his right front side. I watched the video. I do not think he does. I think he just – I'm not pulling it up for you, Jacob. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's Stevie Moss's video. He 
it, I don't. I think it's just his lip. I think he's just kind of got like a. This is not right. What do yeah, you? I disagree. Are you like a mom trying to narc on somebody? There's nothing. Wow. I also wouldn't think Mitch would be take. the type of person just to be like, I'm going to get this huge plug in and then I'm going to go straighten things it's out. It's like some Cash Daniel stuff. Yeah. You know? Mitch has got to go, man. Sorry to break it to you. Nobody cares about rifle and track, no matter how much radio personalities mention their accomplishments, because they have to. Just crazy how he lets personal relationships dictate decisions at work. He won't let Cal raise money to get a new practice facility, but backs up Mingione for not making the postseason for six years while the new $50 million baseball stadium sits empty, sits empty year after year. Beautiful text. Couldn't agree more. It is. That's a sign of a bad leader that lets his personal feelings get in the way of his job. What's, Min- the, what's the money line that Mitch carries that little plastic bag with the extra button in it? <laughs> <laughs> and it's true. He definitely carries that. It's got to be like minus. Minus 250. And he, he's a... Uh, <laughs> Unfortunately for us, he signed up through 26, folks. That's a lot of buttons. (laughs) I'm slap happy today. Dan Dan Wetzel. John Calipari is indisputably correct. Kentucky is a basketball school. He may need another national title to remind everybody. And it looks like he has the team capable of doing just that. Let's go, Danny! That's the kind of coverage we like and love. The old butt slappers from the national media. Now, I haven't read this yet, so I'm not sure. But uh, at least from the headline standpoint, don't don't disagree with much of any of it. Oh, Wetzel's pretzels. Alex, again, I meant to send this Saturday after the most recent basketball school gate update, but Old Top Button has officially overtaken McConnell as the worst Mitch in the state. See, look, I can do a short text. Hey, there you go, Alex. (laughs) (laughs) This is, all right, this this is pretty funny. What? TJ, what's your opinion on the KSR show yesterday and Matt's point of view? (laughs) Uh, They're really just like, you know what? I didn't see. I didn't. I didn't hear it. We're just gonna do the. But I would. Uh, I would imagine that he that 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 Matt probably rightfully said Mitch was in the wrong. I would hope. I'd hope as much. Yeah, and he he did a lot of time talking about some. He aired some old Cal Mitch stuff that had been kind of stewing, especially so, the nil stuff. Anything that I want to hear. We we've talked about the nil stuff, right? Where oh, the nil stuff is just another like but a, it's another, a big one. We're another notch in the get rid of yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah. It's yeah. really embarrassing. Yeah. And that was Mitch dragging his feet all along because he was scared and the institution of college athletics and are we doing it the right way? We talked about that on KRC where it was just like this ain't good. Like this is not a good situation to be in, and if he doesn't want to be the one to lead UK into this new horizon, I think everything in nil is okay. But if it wasn't for Stoops and Cal, I don't think we would be saying that. Uh, Mitch actively was just sitting on his butt while those coaches were like, "Okay, well, if we want to be competitive, we may have to do this ourselves." I guess really embarrassing stuff from Barnhart on the nil. But you can just now make a long list of the embarrassing things of Mitch Barnhart. Longer and longer each day. Only Kentucky could turn what should be an amazing season and the two most important sports into seasons all about seeing which sport does better. I just really can't believe this Cal Stoops thing is even news right now. 
What do you mean you can't believe it's news right now? I think maybe he's I, I I'm gonna give this texter the benefit or he or she the benefit of the doubt that they mean that like why are people like why are they doing this before two really good seasons? Oh, okay. I'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt. Because okay. it's news because it happened. Yeah. Like of course that's news. Yeah. Rightfully so, it's a big deal. Right. That being said, I agree with you, like this is UK fans should just be over the moon excited for things. I think ultimately we are. I think things have calmed down. People have settled down. And yeah, and now it's just going to take getting the games for it to mm-hmm. finally blow over. Wetzel had his column today. You're going to get a few more trickle out maybe tomorrow or Thursday. But by the end of by the end of that this week, going into next, even though it will still be there, it's not going to be the 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 center talking point on all of the 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 shows. There's two type of people I don't want to piss off. That's the IRS and the media. Mitch is too smart to make these kind of mistakes. He's lost control, and it's time to move on. If you really don't care about BBN, then step down, Mitch. If you really care about BBN, then step down, Mitch. It's time for a change. Oh, yeah, shame on Democrats for wanting to hire 80,000 new IRS agents. Boo. Boo. Taxation is theft. Everybody, now taxation, taxation is, is theft. theft. Taxation, taxation is, is theft. theft. This week, 11 personnel, Adam Luckett says Cal's Final Four and NCAA Championships doesn't matter. Really, now? I, I think, he didn't say that. No. What, his point was that you're to make a mark on, like, if you go to the Wikipedia page, the Kentucky football bowl wins are the, like, the, the, the big high watermarks, if you will, mm-hmm. whereas for Kentucky basketball, it's Final Fours, National Championships, and SEC Championships, and there hasn't been an SEC Championship since, what, 18? Maybe nine? No, the PJ no, because they, they lost to Tennessee in that year. I can't even think of the last SEC Championship. I know they won regular season in 20 before that SEC tournament. Yeah, they won um, about three games. But, like, the, the Final Fours, cha- NCAA Championships – and SEC championships, they've been few and far between the last four or five years. Mm-hmm. That, that that was the point he was trying to make. I think Knox was the last time we won it. The was tournament? 18? Yeah, 18. yeah. That was the, be the last SEC tournament. That was in St. Louis, right? Yes. So that one feels like – it doesn't even feel like it counts because it was St. Louis. I mean, it counts. I know. It's St. Louis. If it's Cal has raised the money himself, then what's going on here? Why is Mitch being a baby? I think that's something that people need to answer to. Yeah, and I and I I fully think it's because he doesn't want to, like he still wants to be the boss. Mm-hmm. Have Jacob heard getting drunk on a Tuesday by right side of the tree? Is there a song called "Getting Drunk on a Tuesday" by the right side of the tree? Have you heard I, of that song? I haven't heard he it. He says no. Yesterday, TJ put me in the Cal hater category because I said Cal was out of order, even hinted at folks not liking Cal because of his politics, when, in fact, he doesn't like Mitch because of his conservative ways, and I think TJ is probably more of a conservative. Very ironic. The whole thing is about economics and ego. I don't doubt that it's uh, ego's playing a big role in this. I don't think that there's a, a cross difference in politics among... I mean, Cal leans left, obviously. Stoops leans right. Mitch is probably could have been at the Capitol, potentially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, Texter, maybe Mitch was really mad about the kneeling. Yeah. A lot of other UK fans were. Um, 
But I don't think Cal has a, any sort of ill will towards Mitch politics. I don't think Cal judges people on politics, or at least. Yeah, I mean, he really can't because I mean, look, look where look, he look is. Look where you're at. Yeah. Look at the people you're asking for money from. It'd be a, it'd be a bad strategy. Um, but I don't know, Texter, but you, you definitely are a Cal hater. I know that much. <laughs> Very awkward to be listening to the podcast and walk by the manual principal in the morning. I wonder if that's one of the... Uh, he did he from the city? Yeah. Well, that's just public schools. You can just listen to radio during class, I guess. Have you watched Hard Knocks this season? Am I the only one that thinks of a jacked version of the dude when Dan Campbell is speaking? Oh, of the dude of like... the dude from Lebowski. I can see that. Or wait, not actually... Oh, of the dude. Um, I can kind of see it. His jaw is so strong. I, I'm certainly not one to like comment on appearances and looks. Oh, yeah, you're, I, I you're think the I'm opposite. Like a, I'm very much a, like, hairstyle. Ugh. I think, like, you know, I'm probably like a 5 out of 10, I would say. But I just don't think Dan Campbell looks good or healthy. And I, to be honest, I, I worry that Tim Couch is getting a little bit too jacked. Like, oh, too so strong you... is not a good look, in my opinion. <laughs> is Tim Tebow too strong? Um, he doesn't show it off that much. He doesn't show it off as much, but he always wears those high, like turtleneck. um, Not turtleneck, but he wears the high neckline T-shirts under his suits. He also may not be old enough to like. If he is fifty and he still looks that way, I think then that's that's what it is. Yeah, Yeah. it's you. It's when you get to fifty and there's like wrinkly skin over top of muscles. That's it's just it's weird to look at. Yeah, and it's not a. Who cares if it's weird to look at for me? If it makes those people happy, that's all that matters. They're probably in much better shape and health than I am. That being said, I just I don't I don't know if like putting on the most muscle of your life in the later years of your life is the best look. Tim Couch is, like, huge. Like, he made Levis look like oh, yeah. normal. I know, mm-hmm. which is crazy to do. John here. Good morning, my friends. Okay, rank 20 to start to number one to finish. Uh, saying, I like it. Yeah, I like it, too. I'm just so excited about the football cats this year. I believe we'll finish the season as a top-10 team. I believe it's 85% chance that happens. Tell me, what's your percentage you give this football team to finish the season as a top-10 ranked team? We'll got to go talk to you later. I'd say 20%, John. Man, that was Same. right around where I was thinking. It's tough. It'll be tough to do that. Tough Same schedule. 75. Tough year. <laughs> replacing plenty. And, you know, finish top-10 means – if you're finishing top-10, it means you're not too far out of the college football – Playoff picture. You'd probably be spending your New Year's in the Sugar Bowl, which uh, I just worry about these road games. They're all tough. What if you change it to like top twelve? What are you going up to if you go top twelve? Eighty-eight. So you jump up sixty-eight percentage points for two spots. I said seventy-five. Oh, okay. Thirteen percentage points. Yeah. Let's throw them a bone and count Notre Dame. Hashtag Little Ten. Michigan <laughs> fan ten. sucks. We haven't oh, heard from a uh, Michigan fan in a while because I think I accidentally blocked him. Per Matt Jones, supposedly the beef took off when Mitch and Cal and Cal and Stoops went behind the scenes for the nil. We talked about that. Mitch Barnhart was totally left out because he didn't agree with the idea, and Stoops and Cal were like, sorry, pal, we're doing this, or you're or else you're we're, we're screwed on recruiting. Mitch was vouching for the student-athletes to not make as much as other universities. He's in left field. I don't know about it, all the details about that, but they had to move because Mitch was wanting to take the slow mm-hmm. road. Uh, somebody sent in a Tiger Woods-John Daly meme, and they had Calipari as Woods and Mark Stoops as Daly. Uh, Stoops 
golfed with daily, which looked like a blast. Mm-hmm. Thrones call is intern Jacob's funniest joke. Keep it up, rookie. I know I'm beating a dead horse, but it angers me more than it should to hear Mitch say no to beer Kroger Field. You go ahead and let the paddocks eat buy their cocktails at the private bar. You old wrinkly can't say that. I'll keep sneaking in my bourbon. Go Cats. That yeah. word, too. Uh, did not uh, realize the uh, the negative, the, the other connotation that we get from across the sea. I just always thought it was just like a no, I mean, arrogant that's where, jerk. Yeah, that's where it comes from. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Learned that thanks to British television. But, um, yeah, that's my, my – like, people are like, you can go a few hours without a beer. First off, you don't know that. Secondly <laughs> – I just don't like when they say that one people next to me can do something because they, yeah, I don't know why they got the they got the money. And then people will be like, "Well, you know, that's just how the economy works. You pay more, you get nicer things." When there is a limited supply of the nice thing, there's not a limited mm-hmm. supply of beer. Beer should be accessible for everybody at the stadium. I get not. 60,000 people can squeeze into a box, Roush. That makes sense to me. Right. There's not enough room. But there is enough beer in the city. I, I've seen it. I've tried to drink it all as when I was in Lexington. It's, it's, it exists. I hope the next time Stoops goes public to ask for a facility, he says he needs to win conference championships and national titles like Duke, North Carolina, and Kansas do in basketball. I'd be fine with that. I also don't think you'd have UK's basketball staff cry and say that the recruiting was going to be dead. I have a wacky Wednesday idea for tomorrow. Okay. It's going to need some thinking, though. Cool. And I'm kind of combining our two little things here, uh, House of Dragon and college basketball. House of Dragon. And we're going to ask you about this tomorrow, and it better be polished, and it better be presented well. No, I want want you guys to answer. Okay. I want to know what what houses are your college basketball teams like? (laughs) Like, give me a college basketball team for each house. No. In Game of Thrones. Yep, sorry. (laughs) Cool. I think, I, I think we've done it before, yeah, Jim Jacob, no. back in the heyday. Um, but we definitely don't have time to do it right now. But you said for a Wednesday, and tomorrow is a, a Wednesday. Wednesday. It's your last day, and we'll do whatever you want us to do. The whole debate over basketball school or football school is easy in my mind. Which one makes more money and contributes more to the overall budget? And that lets sports like lacrosse, field hockey, swimming offer free rides to kids. What have you done I'm for me this lately? I person mentioned two sports that aren't at Kentucky and lacrosse and field hockey. <laughs> <laughs> Unreal people are siding with Mitch. Real bootlicker energy. Bootlickers are great. I don't see us. too many people siding with Mitch. This seems almost universal. I, I know there's a few, but yeah. that's fine. They, they, you just have to add the caveats that he has done a lot for the school. Before you blast I think any AD probably would have done the same. Then we started blasting. <laughs> <laughs> hey, fellas. Brad from Melbrook here with a question for Nick. Do you believe Justice Dingle will have a true role in this offensive fullback? He played well in the spring game with so many tight ends. I'm not sure he's still in the plans. Have a terrific Tuesday. Yeah, he's still going to be in the plans because he does what you need to do, and that's just blow people the hell up. So he, he'll be involved this fall. I have no doubt about that. All right, I got to either run or we save the text line for tomorrow. Or you all finish it. Every time I hear that Dingle name, I just think of that one office quote. He's like, ring ding ding ding. Now that now that we get rid of the checkerboard uniforms, we're gonna go back to the championship basket. It will be hilarious if they go to the final four this year. <laughs> and it's like literally Cal's window of yeah. non final fours is the checkerboard. checkerboard era. Although sixteen they didn't have the checkerboards we knew. But checkerboards as we knew them, seventeen On. to twenty two. Yeah. And you know, <laughs> like not good. We'll finish up the text on for you, TJ. Okay.
Robert, the biggest issue with Mitch for me is it feels like we're so close to being an overall dominant college school. We're right there. And instead of sprinting across that finish line, Mitch is kind of just victory light mode. Just give the basketball football programs what they need, a lot of alcohol sales to help fund extra projects for the other athletic programs. It's frustrating watching a complete solvable issue just out there for no dang reason. Yeah, that's the bigger thing is as much as some of the other things might cost, alcohol can't pay for all of those, but they can pay for the other sports stuff. And it just would help. just can help those things. Mitch wanted to put his eggs in the Damon Thayer basket for nil. He should be fine for that alone. <laughs> Fired for that alone. <laughs> Damon Thayer. Hey, we'll see you tomorrow, Teach. I'll see you. Under over 3,200 season passing yards for Will Levis. Under. Oh. 32? What do you have last year? Um, 26, I think. 3,200 yards. That would be the most by a Wildcat in a Under. long, long time. He had 2,800 yards last year, so I'm going to say over. Screw it. I don't know. Yeah, I could see him getting that. Yeah. Looks like uh, Terry's appraisals LLC is about to get audited based on his IRS take. Those Thornton hot dogs write-offs about to get scrutinized. <laughs> <laughs> uh, listening to Paul Feinbaum was so frustrating yesterday. I found myself getting ticked at the hate aimed at Cal while the SEC network protects Mitch. Yeah, but Feinbaum, it's easy for him to like be annoying. I don't, I don't know how anybody listens to him. That man is so freaking boring. Well, yeah, but then he gets he gets uh, takes off. If, if it's I the put same that, four callers every every show. If I put that on as I was going to bed, it would take me less than two seconds to fall asleep. <laughs> Maybe you should do that. Maybe been having trouble. It, his snark sometimes is very funny. Like there was one time I was listening, and it was um, a Tennessee fan that was picking, predicting based on an undefeated season. And he's like, oh, well, you just Al- it's just Alabama. You're going to win that game. It was, it was a fu- <laughs> funny snark from, from old Paul. Uh, Nick's former ex-boss needs some butt cream. So you can tell it hurts when he talks about Cal Perry. Well, the, okay, what a loser. Here this guy is. He is super sad Cal Cope woman of the show. But you know what? Cal did come on. Suck it. Yeah. You, no, you know what, Texture? You suck it. Be nice. We're being nice today. We're turning over a new leaf. And we're going to have a great Tuesday. Football practice updates coming around noon. Tomorrow, it's intern Jacob's final day on the KRC Airwaves. He'll be back for the golf scramble, though. He'll be back around some. Yeah. But we're going to be saying sayonara. It's going to be emotional. Tears will be shed. Tears of joy. <laughs> Goodbye, Jacob. It's been nice. Hope you found your paradise. See you all tomorrow. For Justin Kahlo and intern Jacob and TJ Walker, I'm Nick Roush. This has been Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. Roll Call.